Welcome to the Holy Temple Podcast, where we focus on holistic wellness and intentional living. We believe the body is a temple and every room deserves honor and respect. That means mind, body, spirit, and all the juicy and funky spots in between. On this podcast, you'll gain wellness tips and support from the health community as you explore your own holistic journey. My name is Kristen Pridgen, and I'm a health educator, writer, and your host for the show. Now, let's keep it holy. Welcome back to the Holy Temple Podcast. This week, I'm chatting with Mia Perry about sustainability and Earth Day. In 1970, Senator Gaylord Nelson founded Earth Day as a way to bring awareness to air and water pollution within the United States. What was initially planned as teach-ins on college campuses soon sparked into a national day of 20 million Americans participating in demonstrations, protests, and rallies against the lasting effects industrial development had caused to the environment and the health of humans and wildlife alike. Fast forward to 2022, and Earth Day is a global holiday where people all around the world bring awareness and take action against the continued misuse of natural resources. This year, Earth Day is on Friday, April 22nd, so my guest, Mia Perry, shared some helpful tips that we can use to celebrate the holiday. Mia is the Charlotte Chapter Lead for Tuesdays for Trash, a grassroots movement for reducing litter. Mia is also a wife, a mother, and a blogger. Her sustainable blog, Being Green with Momentous, focuses on how to become more sustainable and eco-friendly through simple lifestyle changes. This was such a fun conversation with Mia, and she shared great ways to practice sustainability and how to make Earth Day every day, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Be sure to connect with Mia on her blog, that's beinggreenwithmomentous.com, and through the Tuesdays for Trash Instagram account, T4T underscore NC. All right, let's get to the episode. Hey, Mia, how are you doing today? Doing good. Hope you are. I am doing all right. I'm excited to have you here today. This has been a topic that I've wanted to discuss um, in more detail on the show, and I figured it would be perfect to do it this week because this is, well, Earth Day is this week on Friday, uh, the 22nd. So I thought, why not have somebody out here on the show that can talk about environmentalism and what's the big deal about Earth Day? So Do you mind sharing with us a little bit about yourself? Well, hi there, listeners. Um, My name is Mia Perry. Um, I am a lead with Tuesdays for Trash, which is a global movement to give notice of trash and litter that has been taking over our cities. I'm super excited to be a feature on your podcast for Earth Day. I'm super excited about it. I also am a sustainable blogger, so not only am I advocating for world change, but I also um, are advocating for lifestyle changes. So on my blog, I talk a lot about um, just personal products that I use for myself, what has worked for me transitioning into being more sustainable, um, and just giving a little tips and tricks. So yeah. So can you talk a little bit more about what Tuesdays for Trash is? Yes. 
Uh, Tuesday for Trash is a global movement that sheds light every Tuesday on litter and how you could um, go out into your community and pick up litter and just the effects that trash um, has on our planet. So just given global awareness, speaking to um, global leaders, I am a leader here in North Carolina, which I'm trying to advance. Right now, I'm just stationary in Charlotte. Um, I've been doing more partnerships with like Park and Rec to, you know, just get more of a team movement for trash pickups. Yeah, well, that's really cool. And I believe that the actual organization started during the pandemic, right? Okay, yeah. And I thought that was a great way to utilize your time. And it really kind of, the pandemic made everybody sit down and like really take a moment to look at your surroundings, look at yourself as a person internally, but also look at your surroundings. And um, I think it really did shine a light on, we are jacking this earth up. And on the personal note too, like I walk around my neighborhood and I'll just see trash on the, on the streets or just on the ground. I'm like, what is going on? And my husband is better at it than me. He'll just like pick up stuff and throw it away. But it just really, it, it really pisses me off because I'm like, this just clean up your mess. <laughs> Same. And it doesn't take much to just pick up, you know, just a little bit to litter, but like you'll start to notice it more, especially like you said, um, during COVID and when everybody was stationary, like I was already a super huge advocate for, you know, being more sustainable or like doing things that's better for the planet. But like, sitting down and just really tuning in into those things and just truly doing the research. Trash is everywhere. And then trash affects your water. Like the trash is affecting our ecosystem. Like it's just so many factors. So um, I would love for everyone to kind of do your own research. Like you can listen to all these things and, but just do your own research and just make your own awareness. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think one other big piece that, has stuck out to me is the, the word trash and what that actually means. Right. I think that a lot of times people consider trash to be, oh, just paper or um, plastic trash bags and like just the stuff you throw in, in the trash can in general, that's trash. But it's also the clothing that you no longer want to wear. And then instead of donating it or thrifting it to somebody else, um, you throw it in the trash or reusing it, for example, right? You know, you could uh, find another purpose for some of your clothing that might be old and tattered, but um, that's also considered trash or the plastic bottles that we get and things like that. So right. furniture is trash. That's and furniture. And, yeah. <laughs> Think about all the things that you have, like just in your home. It's like, you have so many things that you love. Oh, I'm tired of this. And you just go through it in a trash can rather than donating it or taking it to a nonprofit that may be working with homeless people and getting them uh, housing and stuff like that. We don't think about just donating those type of things mm -hmm. to those type of organizations just to make it circular instead of just putting it in trash. So yeah, definitely something that we all need to get better at. We get so used to doing things one way and it takes us a while to kind of adjust your lifestyle. But I think it's definitely... Um, a great thing to, you know, make that adjustment to your everyday lifestyle is just being more adamant about where your trash is going. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit more about Earth Day because that's coming up. And can you share what Earth Day is? Like, can you share a little bit about the history of it or what is really this 
big deal. Right. Um, yeah, so what is the big deal? I know as a child, I used to just really think about Earth Day, like, hey, we get to wear this fun Earth shirt, or I know for sure we're going to get to go outside and play on the playground today because we're celebrating Earth Day. Like, I used to just associate it with those type of things, just like any other holiday. Wear bright colors, say Happy Earth Day, and then the next day, that's just it. Like, Earth Day is forgotten. Like, people are not really being concerned about it anymore after mm-hmm. Earth Day. So Earth Day was originally founded to spread awareness. They started really heavy in colleges and um, students to really go out and be concerned about Earth Day, just spreading awareness, like things we can do to have Earth Day every day. And I really feel like a lot of our um, college students and stuff like that are really more inclined to move. But Earth Day was created for the movers and shakers to create change in the world. So um, really, that's how I look at Earth Day is just um, not only spreading awareness, but making sure that my awareness is going to every day because every day is Earth Day. But yeah, I feel like we really need to break the stigma of just celebrating it one day. I feel like it should definitely be something that should be incorporated in everybody's day. I do not remember celebrating Earth Day at all growing up. Like I don't remember hearing that in my school. And I think I became more aware of it more so in college. Um, And that's where you, that's where you did start seeing a lot of these grassroots um, organizations and enlisting other students to do trash pickup or doing other like service projects in the community to help with the environment. So yeah, I think that's really interesting that you said that. I was like, I do not remember this at all. <laughs> I know now that it's more prevalent in our, having smaller children is more prevalent now. It's talked about, like it's celebrated. Um, they do little projects in, in class and stuff like that. So definitely now, which I'm super excited about, that is trickling down to our younger children. But yeah, it didn't resonate for me really until probably high school. And it's crazy because I did my senior exit, not solely on Earth Day, but just recycling and using less trash and less waste. And now in my adulthood, I was trying to figure out where this path was coming from. Like, why am I feeling so strongly about the things that I really care about into my adulthood? And I just think back to high school. I have all the research that I did and how I even then was caring about, you know, the planet. And so it always gets me really excited that even doing Tuesday for Trash or talking about Earth Day or even having an opportunity to be on a podcast like this, it just circles back together, you know? (laughs) Yeah, because full circle moment. I love that. And it's really cool because like, I don't think we realize that the passions that we have that we may like be pursuing now, they were already like seeds that were planted in our childhood. So that's really beautiful that that you did a project on that. (laughs) Hey there, I want to pause the episode for a quick minute to share with you two ways you can support this podcast. I'm a creative. And if you don't know, the Holy Temple podcast is a passion project for me. And it's a way to blend my love for storytelling with holistic health. But with that being said, this podcast runs off of love and the support from listeners. If you look forward to getting that notification every Tuesday that a new Holy Temple episode dropped, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to this girl right here share stories on how she and so many others are striving to embrace their full, whole selves. It really means a lot to me. I'd also like to ask for your support. Would you consider giving a monthly contribution to the making of this podcast? 
a lot goes into running a podcast and having a team to create this show can keep those weekly episodes that you love coming and it can avoid another, oh, I don't know, eight month break. <laughs> Seriously, your donations towards this show will be much appreciated. The other way you can support is by shopping our merch. Yes, the Holy Temple Podcast has branded apparel for you to enjoy. Check out our Etsy shop to purchase your t-shirts, your beanies, and other accessories. To access our shop and to make a donation to the show, visit my website, kristenpridgen.com. Kristen has two eyes in it. So kristenpridgen.com forward slash holy, W-H-O-L-E dash temple dash podcast. You'll find our episodes, exclusive deals, and our shop and donation links. Again, the website is kristenpridgen.com forward slash holy dash temple dash podcast. Thanks again for being a part of the Holy Temple family and for your support. Now, let's get back to the episode. You also mentioned about like how today's generation of primary school students will say they like they, they're learning about this and they like it, climate change is real and, and they are being taught about environmental health consistently. And do you feel like that has to do with some of the current events that have happened over the past few years, like the Flint uh, water crisis there, or even like the Dakota pipeline, um, or even Greta Thunberg's speech to the UN right. a few years ago? Do you feel like that those occurrences kind of like really uh, stirred the pot to really speed that up and make that more of a commonality that's being taught in schools now um I think so you know now I feel like a lot of things are more talked about like even in our elementary to uh, middle school years a lot of things were like sheltered from us like we had to just find out stuff like later in life but I feel like now that teachers are making it more prevalent that you know, your children are more aware of world issues. So I would definitely say those leaders definitely got educated, cited, or wanted to be a part of the change, which stems from a lot of our younger community. So I think teachers then got excited and then bring that awareness to the children, just Mm -hmm. then, you know, put them in a position that they know more now, instead of being something that was hidden. Because a lot of water crisis that happened in our childhood just you never really knew it or knew about it until you started learning it into your, you know, those high school years. It's mm-hmm. like, dang, I was really living through this time and had no clue about it. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely very prevalent um, in school systems now just because it's, it's more open and talked about in the world. Okay. How can people participate in Earth Day other than sporting earth color shirts and uh, <laughs> turn off the lights for today. Like what are some other ways that people can participate in Earth Day? First, I would say to follow Tuesdays for Trash on Instagram so you can follow what we're doing for Earth Day in um, the month of April. And also I would say just joining environmental organizations. If you're not fully invested, even just making a meeting to a month or making sure that you're following them on their Instagram sites, podcasts, whatever the case may be, just so you can stay up to date on current issues with the environment. So I would say either start following more environmental leaders and also just taking the time to do your own research on what's happening in the world. 
maybe for Earth Day or maybe give yourself a goal for April is to consume less meat. Like the production of meat takes a lot of gases. It's not good for the animals. Just a whole list of things. So just kind of decreasing your meat consumption may be one way that you can feel like you're being a help. And also like focusing on more sustainable things, like if it's in your home or if it's opting out to not use your straw when you go eat out at your next restaurant visit, that'll be one thing that you're doing to contribute to Earth Day. Another one I would say is to find different places that you could donate to for Earth Day. I'm going to do my best over on Tuesday to Trash to kind of compile a list of places that you can donate to that not just help on Earth Day, but will help for the continuing of the year. It's a lot of nonprofits. It's a lot of community leaders that are trying to do so much. But of course, funding is always an issue to change. So making a donation or maybe doing your own research and finding somebody that you truly love and would like to donate to, I feel like that would be a huge contributor to Earth Day as well. That's a few things. (laughs) Yeah, I think those are all great ideas and they're ideas that are easily obtainable too, I feel. So that's cool. Another thing that bothers me (laughs) about, not about Earth Day in itself, but just the celebration of it and the observance of it is I feel like it's just become like a feel good moment for social media. (laughs) I just feel like people use Earth Day as a way to show oh, I'm doing something good for the environment. And then they're done and they don't actually keep it up. It just becomes a moment and not necessarily a movement or a lifestyle. So I think it's the suggestions you gave are really helpful and just some ways that people can continue to do that. Like you mentioned, reducing your meat consumption because yeah, there is a lot of energy that goes into uh, agriculture. Just one, raising these animals, how fast they raise them, but raising them and then actual production of turn them into meat and stuff like there's a lot of energy that's being used a lot of carbon emissions that come up from that so yeah and then actual the transportation to get them to restaurants or the grocery stores so there's a lot that happens there I think that's a really good example of a way that you can make some like lifestyle changes that that serve like a daily purpose as part of a movement and not necessarily a moment Do you have any thoughts or any ideas on like how to not make it just a feel good moment? Ooh, that's hard because I like it to be a feel good moment, like taking that day and feeling great. Like you, whatever that you're doing within your day, whether that is making a post or is even speaking about it, because you might get people who don't even know when the day is or Mm -hmm. will even make any type of remark about Earth Day. So I like it to feel like a feel good, you know, moment, but I would like it to also feel good, but also be purposeful. So like, I haven't really pinpointed ways how we can change it culturally, because you do just get that moment and it's like, boom, whatever, like tomorrow, the day after it's not Earth Day. So, you know, I'm just going to go back to doing my normal thing. But I just would say that just more people have to just stay informed, whether that's like doing more research or just even caring more about the earth. I feel a lot of times it just comes down to having the compassion for not only what's going on surfacely, but what's going on in the world. Like a lot of us really, I know we have other things that happen. I know it's other world issues outside of picking up trash to, you know, save the the greater earth. But 
all those things are important. So I just think we have to care more. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you if you are caring about Earth Day, just make sure that you are making a way to have every day be your Earth Day and just giving a care about where you live, really. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that too. Like you mentioned, um, like it's it's still good to have a feel good moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just feel like even if it's raining or sun shining or whatever the case may be, like it feels good to just wake up and celebrate another Earth Day. And I feel like you can only hope for so many people to really grasp on to using less waste or thinking about recycling and you can only be hopeful of people to make those changes in their life. So just keep pushing whatever you're doing. Just keep pushing those things if you really care about the planet as much as I do and try to do small things each day. Yeah, I think that's really great. So let's shift gears a little bit because you're talking about how much you love and care for the planet. And you did tell us about your blog, your sustainable blogger. So I want to talk more about that. Tell us about your blog and tell us about the lifestyle changes that you have made to be more sustainable. So yeah, I started my sustainable blog, which is Be Green with Momentous, two years ago now. I started writing when the pandemic hit because I felt like I was at home and all I could do was write or Mm -hmm. read or (laughs) research. (laughs) But yeah, I always loved blogging. So I started to switch it to uh, a sustainable blog. I have always been super invested in um, shopping secondhand or I'm in a huge advocate for recycling. So you can catch a blog on that soon too, because it's a lot of stipulations with uh, the right way to recycle. But I also wanted to shed light in my blog about the products that I use or what I'm doing at home, whether that's using less plastic in my home or whether that's using like low waste soaps or low waste shampoo. So in the blog, you'll get just certain products that I have I use in my daily routine that's making a change to the planet. I also talk a little bit about how you could get your children to understand because I do have two small children and they don't really understand like what it means to recycle and um, why am I having to use reusable napkins or like mommy why are you buying this recycled toilet paper like (laughs) those type of things like they ask those questions so I shed light on you know how we could get our children excited about being low waste or not using as much plastic or what to do with their trash or you know knowing not to litter or knowing that it's okay to donate your toys to somebody that's less fortunate so I'll talk a little bit about that too it was not easy and it's still a work in progress I wouldn't say that I'm 100% low waste because I'm just not but it's definitely a work in progress for myself to get to that point I feel like no one is 100% low waste like you'll get people to talk about it all day but it's really hard because there's so many big companies that's still making these things that we still have to sometimes purchase because it's not another alternative but yeah I would say that I have been on this journey for about two and a half years now to being more sustainable and doing my part in the world so yeah in my blog you'll get a little bit of everything how to travel sustainable, like packing less when you're traveling more. So yeah. I love how you are. I mean, it's, it's a lifestyle blog, but you are literally 
incorporating sustainable tips into every part of your life. You mentioned that it, it is a process. Right. Uh, being sustainable is a process. It's not a quick fix and it's not a end all. I don't think it's necessarily an end all be all solution, right? So you had mentioned about how you are trying to find products or trying to find ways to be more sustainable, but there's still certain things that are not sustainable that you have to buy just because the alternative does not exist or it's just really difficult to have access to that. How can we as individuals hold governments and corporations responsible for their contributions towards the earth's depletion and their lack of sustainable practices? So that's a tough one because that could be a whole nother podcast because <laughs> even it's down to our president all the promises he made a lot of stuff that was supposed to be proposed but was never just kind of put to the side just because other things took over honestly feel like the way for us to get our leaders whether it be in the white house whether it's your city leaders is to just talk about it more and also just keep spreading awareness around it or like joining organizations that go out to city hall meetings, maybe stuff in the streets, you know, if you want to get out in the streets and rally. I know a lot of people lately have been like rally doesn't help, but rallying does actually help. It not only gives awareness to whatever issues that's being rallied, but it also gets those leaders to really pay attention to what their community is having the issue with or what can they do to make a change to um, to help the environment, whether that's starting in the city or globally. Because I feel like I should definitely be more in these city hall meetings. So I know I started when the pandemic hit, I wrote a lot of letters to community leaders and stuff like that. But a lot of those letters, you know, get thrown away because they feel like it's other things that may be happening that's greater than me talking about the litter on 85. So it's really hard. Like that's a hard thing to talk about because that's really our issue is like our leaders, they just not really caring enough about the bigger issues. Just feel like though, don't give up. I feel like I kind of scale back a little bit on, you know, rally, rally, rally. Like I feel like rallying isn't working, but it actually does. If you look at it statistically, but yeah, just keep pushing. I would say that write those letters, keep writing those letters, making sure you're joining a community of leaders that are going to certain meetings to um, have their voice heard joining Tuesday for Trash, which is a global movement as well. So even doing little things like that will help to create change. So mm-hmm. it's tough because sometimes you feel like you're doing, you're, you are making changes and you're advocating, but for what, like what impact is it actually making? So I was looking at uh, Tuesdays for Trash website and I love their quote they have on there that says small acts of change when multiplied can transform the world. And I'm like, yes, like I love this, but it definitely gets disheartening at times. It does. I feel wholeheartedly that change is coming, whether that's like environmentally, whether just how environmental racism, like mm-hmm. all of that, just it's an issue. It really is an issue. And I just feel like we have to just continue because if you stop, then of course they're going to stop caring about it too. You're already having to do these extra steps to get them to even 
mind you at all about you know whatever situation that you feel strongly about but if once you stop then it really just goes away so we just have to continue and just keep rallying together until change is made Mm -hmm. so you mentioned earlier like some ways we can incorporate earth day into an everyday practice but if you can give our listeners three ways they can practice sustainability starting today what would those three things be three things first thing would be to start to research and find a like-minded organization being a part of a team really helps you grow in whatever you're passionate about but also to um, make you feel like you're you're a part of something and not alone another one staying informed whether that's staying up on hot topics I follow a few like green podcasts how to save the planet is a really good one and also another good one is yikes so listening to things to stay informed and keep your mind formulated or even books I know I'm reading a book now called rooted in earth and also I'm reading another one called fresh water road um so just keeping your mind fresh will definitely help you to be more sustainable or to even care about being green. Another one is to pick out maybe like five products in your space, in your home, in your apartment, your dorm, whatever it is that you feel like is less sustainable, whether that's your shampoo that you're using, your soap that you're using, your toothbrush down to your toothpaste that you're using, on a daily basis, go through those things and find out what can you use that'll be sustainable that you can make the switch for. That's a lifestyle change, I feel like. And just starting small is definitely the best option. You can't just go gun ho or it won't stick. <laughs> so I think that I have to be my three. I love that. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Mia. So this is a question about you. At Holy Temple, we believe that the body is a temple and that every part or room of it deserves honor and respect. So tell us, Mia, how do you honor and respect your Holy Temple? I feel like what really helped me to honor my Holy Temple was to first discover things that made me feel whole. Um, I feel like self-discovery is like one of those really major things that I feel like every person deserves to dig into themselves and find out what truly makes them happy or what truly makes them feel whole. But for me, I would say that one thing or a few things that makes me feel whole is my family awareness and being like on board with my sustainable jokes or like me taking stuff out of the house is like super crazy, but just having them on board with me and making, you know, making it a family thing rather than just an individual thing um, really makes me excited. So my family is definitely something that makes me feel whole. Also, me being a part of a movement that's making a change in the world, like I feel like I always wanted to create some type of ruckus or some type of change whether that was either globally or something locally. So I'm really excited about being a part of a team that is making a change, you know, on the global status. So that really makes me feel whole that I'm doing something that I not only enjoy and a, a huge advocate for, but also just giving awareness um, around the world. Another thing that makes me feel whole 
is having self-care moments. Yes. <laughs> Whether that's drinking my tea in the tub or just sitting in silence. Like, I feel like just having self-care moments are key to my wholeness and making me feel like I exist because I can take care of myself and I can love myself. So, yeah, I think that'll be... That's not it, because, girl, we can go deeper. But um, <laughs> that's that's kind of the the majority of what makes me feel whole. I don't know if there's a greater feeling than pulling up into your garage or to your driveway, turning the car off, and just sitting in the car for a few mm-hmm. minutes by, by yourself. Ugh, mm-hmm. That's like, it is the best. And it's crazy <laughs> with my husband. I do that when I come from work, because I try to leave work at work. And so when I, when I opened up the garage, he's like, Dang, you was in the garage for about uh, 10 minutes. Said, okay. <laughs> like, look, that's my time to get myself together. For y'all, mm-hmm. I should, you know, to be in silence and sit there for a second. <laughs> yes, definitely. I was like, oh, this is nice. And I, I used to see my uh, my grandmother would do that. And then my mom would do that sometimes too. And I'm like, like, get out the car, let's go. But now it's like, as, as a wife in the mall, I'm like, yo, I need this time before I have to go in there and put on those roles again, put on those hats. Give me a few minutes. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it is joy. <laughs> it's joy. So Mia, do you have a mantra or a word of affirmation you'd like to share with the listeners today? Yes, sure. So my favorite mantra would be, hey, you be proud of yourself. You are doing great. I have it written for my mornings, like just when I'm feeling down on my day, feel like I'm not doing things right. Just say, hey, you look, be proud of yourself. You're doing great. So just say it to yourself and you'll be in good standing. <laughs> mm, I love that. Just give yourself that pep talk you need. That's yes. <laughs> we all need it. Look, mm. so I, don't, I don't think anyone does not deserve to, you know, have a pep talk for themselves or whatever makes them feel like better throughout their day so that would be one for me nice (laughs) nice so thank you for sharing that oh Mia this was such a great conversation I have enjoyed every second of it I just want to thank you so much for being on the Holy Temple podcast today and letting us know about Earth Day and how we can become more sustainable in our daily lives so thank you again for coming of course thank you for having me I really appreciate it Thanks for listening to the Holy Temple Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and share this episode with a friend. Until the next time we meet, remember to respect your Holy Temple.